0: retro hangover is supported via patreon by listeners like you we would especially like to thank patrons lyle mccarns ashton ruby randall quiggle tony g katie quigg paul romalo jared kernop Raging Demon, and Masked Llama. Your continued engagement and generous donations are deeply appreciated.
1: Open your ears and crack some beers. You are listening to episode 91 of Retro Hangover.
0: Hello, retro and classic gamers. Welcome to the podcast where we are okay. Just, just horribly shaken. I, okay, maybe I'm speaking. I don't necessarily want. I I don't think we can do this. At least I can't. It's okay. I believe in you. Okay. All right. It's all right. It's all right. Okay. Put yourself together. You got this. All right, this is episode 91 of Retro Hangover. I am your co-host, Chris Copleen, with, as always, your host, Shane, kryptonite drick dra <sighs>
1: Man, this is this is a great way to open up an episode, too, because it's just like, usually we've got all the energy, and then now it's just like, you know, listen, you, you saw the title. You saw it. You know what you're in for. Yeah. You can only imagine what we have had to go through to bring you this fine content. So you're welcome is what I'm
0: saying. And if you want to thank anybody for this episode, please thank patron Lyle and corralling enough votes in the patron poll for this episode because they think this is a game. It's, it's funny. (laughs) It's like being shoved into a virtual world and being told by your villains what you're supposed to do in order for their entertainment. Oh man, this got real meta real fast.
1: Also, as far as I'm concerned, this, this, this all counts as mutiny to me. I just want the patrons to know that. I,
0: We'll do this. We can do this. We can we do can, it. We, we, we can do this is the easy part. This is the easy yeah. part. I mean, we, we already played the game. Surely we can talk about it. We played as much of the game as we could. At least <laughs> I could. Okay, fair. Yes. All right. Yes, this is the Superman 64 episode. You did see it. I invoked its name. Valdemort has been released. It's fine. It's fine. This is a patron episode because of Lyle, as I already stated. <sighs> deep breaths, deep breaths. All right. But before we get to the episode, let's talk about the things that uh, are better to talk about and what we've been playing lately. Shane, Shane, yes. what, what have you been playing? What What have you been up to?
1: Well, yeah, outside of this crime against humanity. I have been playing some of my 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 switch backlog as I think I mentioned in the in the previous episode. I have temporarily taken a hiatus from trying to clean up the rest of uh Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker because it would seem that I have now hit the bonus levels that are just aggravating and not particularly fun. So I feel like that's the point where I I might honestly just say, I feel like I've gotten enough from this game, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. But in lieu of that, I I reached actually all the way back to almost the, the very end of my app install list on my switch and dredged up breath of the wild so that I could try to finish it because I was on, the fourth and final divine beast dungeon. So I was actually getting close to being done. I've said this before. It's nothing. It's not that it's a bad game. It's just for whatever reason, it just didn't grab me like some other Zelda games have in the past. Like, I'm gonna be honest with you. Actually, Twilight Princess held my attention far better than Breath of the Wild did. That's a blasphemous statement. I I know. I know and and granted that's the version that doesn't have waggle controls so there is that but still but you know I was like I, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna finish this it's it's something that's you know been bothering me it's been sitting there for a while and so as what often happens when you take a break and then you go back uh, well two things really one is you first go full Gandalf mode where you're like I have no memory of literally anything that is here or why I'm doing it mm-hmm. But once I got over that, uh, I was then able to pretty quickly finish up that Divine Beast, get that knocked out. Um, So they're all done. So technically, I could just go and finish the game now. I could go to Hyrule Castle. But I also have a giant list of side quests. Um, So I'm going to try to finish all of those, maybe, probably, and then wrap this thing up so I
0: can finally get it off my my shame list. Can't you? You just said you'd need to beat the divine beast in order to beat the, I thought you could beat the game whenever.
1: Well, you can, but if you're doing it the, the, the right way, I guess, um, the quote, you know, yeah, yeah. You're supposed to go through and, and free all of the divine beasts because I think having them all finished makes like the final encounter easier or something. I, I might be talking out of my ass about that one, but yes, theoretically you could just hang glide your happy ass directly into hyrule castle from the beginning and fight ganon if you really wanted to but i did not do that
0: it's a speed run on youtube i'm sure it is oh yeah yeah there is
1: but yeah that's that's really the majority i i oh i have finished uh season 23 for diablo um completely i've done 100 percent of all of the conquest objectives and got my fun little jungle cat pet so i'm happy about that and now i shall set Diablo three on the digital shelf once again until season 24 rolls around. So there it is. Yeah, there it is. So that's, that's pretty much me. So what about, what about you? What, what have you been doing to uh, cleanse your gaming palette?
0: First of all, I'm glad you shelved Diablo because I love to shelve Diablo. Just have to say that. that. God damn it.
1: This that's, this has no context right now, Chris. <laughs> it will. Oh, yeah, it, it will. will but I still hate it.
0: You'll figure out what we're talking about probably much later. I shouldn't even say anything like that. That's entirely ridiculous. But for me, (laughs) I did beat grandia two. It's done. And if I didn't say it last week and I can't remember whether or not I did, do not play this game on the switch. Do not play this game on the switch. Do not play this game on the PS two. play this game on your dreamcast. If you can, if you have a dreamcast, I think that's, (laughs) Ah, yes, all of those Dreamcasts that everyone has. Yeah, it's not like it just sold under 10 million units worldwide. Might be a little harder to get than you might think. Mm. Yeah, it's it's buggy, it's glitchy, it's weird. Again, if I said this last week, I am so sorry. Well, not last week, but, you know, last episode. When they do the FMV sequences, like, because they have FMV sequences, because it was the 90s, and, well, it was 2000, and it's what they did. They didn't up the resolution for them, so they look just absolutely terrible because everything, everything else is up And it was just so <laughs> jarring. And then there's one scene where it has the big bad. So you're about to go into the final dungeon, and here's all your heroes, and they're valiantly giving this rousing speech about how they're going to save the world And it's all in this really high res, you know, 3D. I mean, it's like 2000 Dreamcast graphics. So it's not like you're going to get the best of the best graphics anyway. You already know this going into it. But they're like saying, we will defeat you. And before that, like it's coming in this really low res kind of FMV. I'm like, okay, they didn't up the res. I I get it, I guess. And then it just shows a still picture from the FMV and has the voice of the big bad talking to you. (laughs) And it's awful. I'm just, what is this? This is it's like JV team handling development here. And I don't know anything about development. Maybe it was really hard. I'm I I can't shit on what I do not know, but it looked terrible and it was bad. So play this on your dreamcast on a CRT if you can, because I think that's the way it was intended to be played. And all other ways are probably going to make it look a lot worse uh additionally to that i'm playing i've been playing shining force 3 scenario 2 and that game's utterly fantastic i'm having a great time i think it's actually better than the first one uh it's just the the way the battles flow is a lot more seamless the pacing's a lot better i'm just enjoying myself more so i i look forward to completing that and moving on to scenario 3 shortly after that but uh we'll see how that goes um i i do want to i have some other games i'm playing on stream so i'm looking up I'm looking to wrap devotion up. So hopefully I, by the next episode, I can say that uh, that's done. If not, then, oh, well, I'll still talk about it, but that's a really interesting game. I'll get in more to uh, the, the next recording we have. Cause I think it's worth talking about, but that's me. All right. Awesome.
1: Well, uh, I mean, I, I guess we should probably, we should probably do this. Do we have to, Let's, can I talk about more what I'm doing? I, I mean, we could just make this a, uh, you know, just a, a, a chat. Session, I guess if we (laughs) do that, I I, I mean, hold on, let me, do we have, do we have a kiddie pool? Maybe we can do a hot tub chat instead. That seems to be popular these days.
0: Yeah. I was thinking about doing mankinis, but apparently people are already doing that. Of course. Of course they are. I guess, I guess we got to move on. So (sighs) I guess here we go. Once again, this week we are talking about the amazing ever present, well-known humongous, triple a game of its year in a way superman 64 and to give us a brief history about this game uh we have shane who will tell you everything that you never knew and never really wanted to know (laughs) go ahead shane give us the brief history uh fine
1: Okay, listen, we love games, right? Games are great. Okay, some, some games are great. Some games are not so great. Okay, some games are horrible. You might even say they're super horrible. Like Superman, The New Superman Adventures, or more commonly known simply as Superman 64. Superman 64, that's, that's a horrible game. In 1997, Eric Kane, a founder of Titus Interactive, overheard that a new animated series starring Clark Kent's cleverly disguised alter ego was in development. Being somewhat of an opportunist, Kane quickly purchased the rights to develop games based on the show long before anyone knew that the show was even going to exist. A total of three titles would be produced as part of this agreement, one for the Game Boy, the PlayStation, and of course the Nintendo 64. Kane envisioned a Superman game that took place within an open world, incorporating real-time strategy elements. This proved to be a bit too ambitious, however, as Kane and team were only able to implement roughly 10% of his grand initial vision. To make matters worse, the license holders over at Warner Brothers began making demands of the development staff that consistently conflicted with the team's established roadmap. This constant back and forth would ultimately bog down development with endless rewrites, resulting in numerous bugs and technical issues. Things got so dire that Nintendo of America had to step in and directly intervene if there was to be any hope of releasing on time. Even with the worrying amount of difficulties the project was facing, the gaming press wasn't exactly cluing consumers in on any of it, at least if the E3 presentations are anything to go by. While some journalists made note of some concerns at E3 1997, almost every publication was excited to see what the game could do once E3 1998 rolled around. Many outlets raved about the graphical fidelity that Superman was presenting, with magazine Game Fan going so far as to claim that the game could reasonably stand with the likes of Zelda and Banjo-Kazooie. Oops. Superman 64 would eventually see release on May 31st, 1999 in North America and July 23rd of 1999 in Europe. In June, the game would make its way into the Top 10 Best-Selling Games list for the N64, with July seeing it as the third best-selling game for that month. Overall, the game would go on to sell over 500,000 copies. It was clear that the game was a commercial success. Critically, though, oh boy. Superman 64 would go on to be one of the lowest reviewed games of all time, maintaining an aggregate score of 23, according to Metacritic. Harsh criticisms were aplenty, ranging from the truly terrible controls, antiquated graphics, horrible soundtrack, and entirely bland and soulless gameplay. These elements would form the building blocks of the Superman 64 legacy, namely, being a solid contender for the worst video game to have ever been produced. And that is your brief history of Superman 64.
0: And there it is. That's the, uh, that's how this monstrosity came to be.
1: That's it. That's, that's the whole story. There, there we go.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's why we have the game. That's why it is. And, uh, I guess we, we got to move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I think the
1: faster we get through it, the better, you know, it's like ripping off a bandaid.
0: Yeah. You know, I watched a video once when I was in college and it says that it's more moral to rip the bandaid off quickly than to do it slowly, even though slowly causes less pain. See, there you go. So we have to move forward. I do have to say in all seriousness, no, all jokes aside, this is probably the like ultimate con artist game. (laughs) Okay. Like if you are a con artist This is like, this is inspiration. This isn't a failure. This is a rousing success. Not only does it look like they put absolutely zero effort into a game, but they also Mm. managed to sell more games probably than Glover. And... I don't know that for a that's, fact, by the way,
1: say so that's a real weird litmus test. But sure. Well, yeah, I, I was going right. to say
0: Conker's Bad Fur Day, but I don't think that's true because there's a lot of mm. you know anticipation and hubbub around Conker's Bad Fur Day is a rare game. It's really hard to think about good and 64 games that undersold that weren't niche in a niche category, because like I could say Ogre Battle 64, but I mean, no one would still buy Ogre Battle 64. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say that. That's stupid. And every other major good game pretty much sold for the N64 as far as I know. But 500,000 copies, 500,000 fucking copies for this game. Holy shit. If you're a con artist, this is you have to have a golden copy of this game sitting up on your fucking fireplace. Like this (laughs) is the goal. This is how you do it. Sell the plebs The garbage and they will eat it. That is that. That is Superman 64. That that is what this This is.
1: (laughs) This is the the wolf of Wall Street for video gaming.
0: (laughs) It's. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, any case, we're moving forward. So, Shane. Yeah. What are what are your personal experiences with this game? Uh,
1: fucking None. And there's a good reason for that. And uh, coincidentally, it has nothing to do with the fact that the game is awful. So I I never touched this game, even when it was still relevant for one reason and one reason only, and that is Superman fucking sucks. And I don't even care if there's anybody in the audience that is like a huge Superman fan or whatever, you're wrong. You're wrong, because Superman as a character is trash. It's not that the game is bad. It's that Superman is a shitty character. He's like the white bread of superheroes. He's the most bland garbage, which, by the way, I guess makes this game fucking 100% apropos for the titular character because Superman is just bad. He's the, Okay, it's the same feelings I have about the Fantastic Four. Did they do a lot of great things for, for, for Marvel? Sure. Sure. Also, they suck. And they've always sucked. They do like compared to almost every other superhero out there. They're just so milk toast and Superman is the same way. And so I saw this on shelves a hundred percent. I remember seeing this box on shelves. Like when I'd go to blockbuster or go over to like EB games or something and, you know, start getting some ideas for next Christmas gift list or something. I saw it there. And I was already immediately uninterested because Superman was involved. So I feel like what I'm saying is that in a way, Superman saved me from this complete garbage fire. So um thanks, I guess. I don't know. What about you?
0: Well, first of all, let's let's talk a little about a little bit about Superman. Yeah. I wouldn't say he sucks. I don't like him either. He doesn't suck. He but you're right. He is completely sucks because he's so overpowered
1: that you have to come up with contrived reasons to like create drama. He sucks. Well,
0: yeah, there's no reason for the Justice League to exist. They're almost like parasites to him.
1: Yeah, it's the same reason that Marvel had to have Captain Marvel fuck off to space Yeah, because otherwise she could just solve everybody's problems.
0: Yeah, it's just well, at least Captain Marvel is essentially destroyed by Rogue. There, there is that. Sure. There, there is a rogue. I don't think there's a rogue in the Marvel Universe, at least not that I'm aware of. I'm sure there is, as some I mean, of you nerds you are furiously typing, and I can use that term because I'm a nerd too. So, look, Superman is is not terrible. He inspires some people. I don't know why, but people do like Superman. I don't like Superman, but people do like Superman. There's a market for him. Batman's a
1: lot better. And as I said... People are entitled to their wrong opinion. Sure. That's fine. You can like Superman if you want. If you like completely one-dimensional characters, like, sure, why not? Yeah. And don't give me yeah. any of that, like, fucking dark death of Superman, whatever the fuck they... Tr- don't, don't give me that shit. That doesn't count.
0: Well, it's like I was about to say that the only good games that involve Superman at all, the only good games that involve Superman involve stripping him of his powers...
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Or if he's the lead, involves the actual Superman dying, like Death of Superman, which was a decent beat him up. Yeah. Uh, okay, semi decent beat him up, but that's what you sure. get because all the other games that involve him, like oh yeah, Superman can't fight good because th- reasons. That's yeah, I get it. I get it. I don't like Captain Marvel either, for what it's worth. I don't. I don't like either of them. Fuck them. I don't like these no. omnipotent, super powerful. Fucking superheroes, unless it's from Watchmen. I like Cap- uh, the the blue guy because he's a dick.
1: Right. Well, and literally that blue thing was just swinging right out in front the whole movie. But no, I mean yes, but there's a reason that I find him much more intriguing, and that is because he he is a more multi dimensional character, and they're actually taking the trope of being a completely omnipotent being and turning it on its head, and being like, yeah, but then what's the fucking point? And he embodies that where he's just like, yeah, this place is tiresome. Humans, I I hate them. They're an annoyance. I just want to fuck off to a a planet and be by myself. Whereas like they don't really address that with they play Superman and Captain Marvel and characters like that like 100% straight, where it's just like, yeah, no, he's just fucking amazing. Like he could solve world hunger and everything. I mean, like he's not gonna because stupid reason inserted here but like like he could like it's just garbage
0: yeah fuck fuck you world i got new york
1: yeah yeah exactly
0: what fuck you superman one punch man is a better superman than superman
1: what yeah of course he is what are you talking about i would take one punch man any day oh over hands superman. down
0: there's a reason why manga is kicking your ass by the way marvel and dc you need to figure that out you need to figure it yeah. out quick get your shit together yeah fuck you But in any case, personal experiences for me, I do remember this game kind of semi being pushed through the through the gaming media at the time through like EGM Game Informer at all. But uh, the same thing, I've just never really been intrigued by Superman. I was probably more of an X-Men and kind of a Spider-Man, not really a Spider-Man guy either. But, you know, X-Men, Spider-Man. Uh, Batman, I was a little bit more intrigued by them at the very least. The Batman animated series was fucking fantastic. So I like Batman. Hell yeah. The X-Men animated series was, I thought it was good when it was a kid, you know, it might have some issues now. I won't admit to it, but you know, it might, uh, it also still has one of the greatest intro theme
1: songs to have ever been written for the record.
0: Oh, damn straight. And it gave us all the, all the voices and caricatures for the versus series from Capcom. So I can't hate on that at all uh but superman was was really not my strong suit but i did see that it had semi-positive coverage from the gaming press leading up to its release and then of course as you heard it just critically bombed of course i think like many people our age you know uh mid-30s mid to late 30s heard more about it now if it sold 500,000 copies i guarantee you there are some people out there that Like, did you play Superman 64 when you were a kid? They just kind of chuckle and say no. But some of them did. Oh, yeah. They just don't want to admit that they wanted it. (laughs) The the reality is a lot of us learned how bad it was, exactly how bad it was from YouTube, from the, the peer created content discussing, you know, exactly how bad it is. Videos out there that showed all the bugs. And yeah, it was rumored to be terrible, but we didn't know exactly how terrible it was until we had other people show us how terrible this game is. Right. And I think that that's really the extent of my personal experience with this game until I had to buy the fucking thing in order to do this episode. Fuck you, Lyle. And Ah, ah. now it's in my collection. So I I guess I'm a proud owner of one of the worst games of all time. I will say, you know what? That's not exactly the worst thing that could happen. I like having bad games in my collection for, for fuck's sake. I have the Atari version of Pac-Man. I need to get E.T. though, but, Superman 64 that the checklist is dwindling about which bad games I need to get so there's my personal experience
1: great all right so moving right on through this shit show let's talk about the the the
0: plot what's there to talk about <laughs> great moving on no. <laughs> we get okay. it I mean there is no, stuff. yeah but sure yeah
1: yeah okay honestly what is there to say right like you get the entire plot of the game in the first roughly 15 seconds when you get your really fantastic in-game cutscene of Lex Luthor standing there with your 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 buddies, your pals, and p- possible romantic interests. Who are just chilling. And they're just hanging out, you know? They don't appear to be any in any real
0: danger. They seem to be having a good time, honestly.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, they're fucking playing Oculus, man. They're in VR. They're probably having a great time. I don't know why you had to come and fuck it up, but. You know, whatever. So Lex is all like, without explaining how I did it, I have trapped your friends in this virtual version of Metropolis, and you must save them by going through this unnecessarily complex portal mechanism that I've built that makes no scientific sense. And also, you'll go in there and perform a bunch of stupid, meaningless tasks, and I'll tell you how to do it. And that's that's kind of it. I think that's it. That is and it. If you want to talk about writing, like I mean, Superman says some shit every once in a while at the beginning of the level, something like "We gotta move" or "Gotta go faster," <laughs>
0: Sonic. I don't know, fucking something. I don't remember what it was now. Blast processing. Yeah. Uh, well, not really. Not at all.
1: But I mean, that's 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 kind of it. That's it. <sighs> that's all you get. There's probably more plot, like in on the back of the box than in the in the game
0: have they ever thought that by the way i don't know who the fuck his friends are i know lois lane i don't know the other two people nobody cares it doesn't matter nobody cares yeah, It's fucking superman they don't what if they don't mind what if this like virtual world is like the matrix and you're like the dude that likes the taste of steak and it's like ignorance is bliss this vr world is great what if they don't care maybe superman is just raining on their parade Maybe he's like, I'm here to save you. And they're like, no, I like being able to run around, do whatever the fuck I want. I'm not going to fucking die in here. It's going to be great. Having a great time. Enjoying my time. Superman's a dick. Yeah. You know what? That that
1: actually would have been like an interesting twist for them to do. But of course, it's
0: Superman. So they didn't do that. There's a lot of interesting twists they could have done. And, you know, that's that's, that's another thing I thought. This This game had such an outstanding opportunity. If you're the developers and like Titus Interactive is getting fucked with by Warner Brothers because they were like, how the fuck did we give the license to these jackasses? Why did not we give it to EA? Which is something they were like, they were actually <laughs> thinking of. They're like, we could have given this fucking license to Electronic Arts and made a good game. But somehow someone in fucking HR gave this license to these assholes. Are, are, it's like that. That's your buddy. Like what the fuck happened? We're like, And so they just harassed yeah. the shit out of them. What Titus Interactive could have done, mm. it would have been great. It'd been like, you know why the game sucked? You know why the game was terrible? It's because that Superman struggle trying to get the game. Lex Luthor created such a bad video game to torture Superman. It could have been meta, it could have been over the top like that. But did they do that? Did they have the balls to say that after the game dropped? No. No they didn't. They tried to defend it. They were super excited about it. Fuck you, Titus. I also just really appreciate
1: that Eric Kane went like on record as saying that the uh the the folks over at Warner basically actively hated him and his entire team. <laughs> the, the other fun fact about this is that one of the suggestions that the Warner folks brought to the table which got summarily shot down by Titus Interactive was, "Hey, uh People like SimCity. What if you made it like a SimCity game where Superman was the mayor of Metropolis? What? That'd be so dumb. Why is that a good idea? This is why you don't let the suits make creative decisions. <laughs> and so, for all of Titus's like failings on this, and I put it squarely on their shoulders, I don't give a shit what kind of sob story they're gonna throw about Warner being dicks about it. This is your fucking fault, and i am I am not backing down on that one. But at the very least, you had the wherewithal to tell them, that Mayor Clark Kent in Sim Metropolis was a bad fucking idea. So kudos to you. Yeah,
0: because I mean at the same point, I if I was Warner Interactive with what they were doing, I I would I would take any idea. Like please, just anything other than what these fuckheads are doing. Now again, I don't know the entire story, what it was like being a developer for a shitty megalithic company that just has more money than God. So if you're telling me that Warner Brothers is constantly breathing down my neck or or just any boss is breathing down my neck with just stupid ideas, am I going to have a good quality product? No, but I, I'm assuming they could have probably shit something else out better than this.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you know, for, for what it's worth, I think their initial vision would have been interesting if they had managed to accomplish it. I mean, Kane cited Tomb Raider as one of his major inspirations for what he wanted to do. I don't see it. I, yeah, I don't see that feasibly happening with the scope of the project and and also the hardware that we're working with at the time. I think it definitely was a little too ambitious, but who knows? Maybe somebody could make a better Superman game now.
0: I think the, no, they can't. The (laughs) only reason I would believe him, the only way I would believe him that Tomb Raider was an inspiration for this game is if he gave Superman tits. That is the only way. I would ever buy that he saw Superman he saw Tomb Raider as an inspiration. There's nothing Tomb Raider here. there's nothing there, just absolutely not Well, I mean I mean Superman does have a pretty puffed out
1: polygonal chest, so I mean that's it's kind of it's kind of like tits, right His
0: chin's pretty massive too it's close. yeah he has he has face tits <laughs>
1: Uh, all right. So we're we're going a little off course here, but let's, way off course. We
0: uh, we are, are drag guessing.
1: Let's let's talk about the
0: gameplay, such as it is that exists. Um,
1: w- would you would you like to start, Chris? Okay.
0: So I played this game on easy mode, which apparently Shane couldn't figure out because I was talking to him about this. It was broken. There's no rings in easy mode, and when there's no rings, the flying isn't too bad. Now it does require you have to start flying. It's not like starting up flying or trying to stop flying. It is while you're actually flying and you're not trying to navigate some bullshit obstacle course. The flying is for the most part fine. It's, it's not bad. Mm. Mm. That's, that's kind of all I have to say complimentary about it. Okay. That that's about, that's the all, only good thing I have to say about the gameplay because after that is just complete and total trash. <sighs> So that's there's there's the flying stages and then there's the action stages. So you fly to a location and you have to do some actions and then you go back to another flying stage. So it opens up. You fly through some things. Cool. If you can get through the rings, I think the first one is you have to move some fucking cars around. Yeah. So first of all, picking things up is mapped to the A button and that doesn't always work. Nope. Sometimes you pick things up. But sometimes you just throw them. It's not consistent. There's nothing consistent about it. It's terrible. The next thing is, is that uh, attacking characters, which I thought you had to continuously pound the A button. Apparently you can just hit the A, hold down the A button and it'll just continue to attack. Did not know that. But the collision detection is, it happens every once in a while. Barely existent, yes. It happens sometimes. It happens more against like the the grunts, than than the bosses, because the bosses will just continuously try to wail on you and they seem to get more hits on you than uh, you get on them. Sometimes, unless you get more on them, it's not consistent. It, it's just, you know, it can happen. It, it, maybe, maybe not. What else? Uh, you got your superpowers, which don't exist until you pick up tokens. And that's dumb. <laughs> and then you have to activate them with the C button. And you can only do that in certain situations which are impossible to get to, like I said, because if you st- there's a situation you have to f- fight fucking tornadoes in order to fight tornadoes, you have to fly up to them, stop flying and then breathe your breath. The thing is, yep. is that you don't just stop. So if you like fly up the tornado to stop it, you have to fly up to it and hope he stops in time to turn and face the tornado and blow into it. But you don't know if you've stopped or not. So if you press the R button, which starts flying and stops flying while you're trying to stop, and in in a lot of these cases, you're over a body of water. Superman just just falls out of the sky (laughs) like a rock. And if you press R again, it doesn't really work. It's terrible, fucking awful.
1: And also the 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 twisters tend to move faster than you do. And so with your shitty tanky controls, you're basically slowly pivoting in the air, trying to aim what is actually a relatively short ranged, like breath attack at these randomly moving tornadoes. It's a man. It's a, it's a good time. I'm so glad. I'm so glad we played this.
0: What? What even, why does everything explode? Why well, Why are there tank controls? Why are there tank controls in a Superman game? I'm fucking Superman. This is why I'm saying the meta. Like, they could have done so much here. Just like, you don't want to play this game because Superman wouldn't want to play this game. And it's making Superman go crazy. Like, you're going crazy. Like, this could have been abstract. But no! No! <laughs> you could have just had Lex Luthor, like, you know,
1: have his voiceover in the VR world or something and just being like, yes, yeah, Superman, how does it feel to th- walk? Like you've got, you know, d- bricks tied to your feet. Hmm. I bet
0: that's weird for you, <laughs> but no, no, I made you play this game that I commissioned my nephew to make. By the way, <laughs> he does a lot of mess.
1: <laughs> 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 the entire game was written in Java, that's a, huh. that's a hard <laughs> joke. Anyway, someone will get it fucking Minecraft. So anyway, let me talk a little bit about how I feel about this gameplay. Go for it. Cause I'm about to yell. First of all, no, the flying is not good. It's fucking awful. Even when you, you know, <laughs> ramp up and start actually flying, uh, which is the most cumbersome flying mechanic in the world anyway. But even when you start doing that, it still sucks because the controls are touchy as fuck. And so you're you're kind of basically forced to almost continually pump on like the fly speed button as if it were, a you know, like a gas pedal on a very highly tuned car, because if you hold it down and fly at full speed, just go fucking balls to the wall, full tilt, it gets so difficult to control because of how twitchy the the analog stick control is that you will inevitably just veer off either into the water or like into a fucking building or or something. And so if you don't have rings to go through, then, you know, whatever the metropolis is your playground, knock yourself out. But if you're playing this on normal mode or Superman mode which is the only way to see the actual ending, by the way, who gives a fuck, you are required to fly through all of these rings. And if you miss, I think it is more than three, two or three, uh, you fail the stage and have to start over again, which is everybody's favorite kind of gaming mechanic. I know it's certainly one of mine. And so, no, the flying sucks. And also why is everything timed? Why is it timed? This is never a good idea. It is never, ever a good idea. So in addition to having to deal with complete shitbox controls and completely hit or miss combat with hitboxes that dubiously exist and environment interactions that may or may not occur depending on the phase of the moon, you also have to deal with a time limit. And if you fail and you run out of time, you get to start the whole goddamn stage over again. So you're already frustrated that you have this thing that is completely out of your control, which is, I don't know, I hit a button. Something might happen. It might not. And then you add a timer, which just adds anxiety into this mix, which then creates this like perfect recipe for wanting to throw your N64 controller through a television. That's what playing this game feels like.
0: Yes. (laughs) <laughs> I also want to mention just how buggy and glitchy this game is. And I, I think this should be something this would attack your heart personally as someone who codes. Mm. I don't get it. I don't get a lot of how this game operates. So first of all, if you go through a level, if you die, you have to start the entire level over again, no matter how long that level is. There's no checkpoints. Nope. You you none. You have to completely restart the level. OK, it's not the only game to do that, especially in this era. Fine, slight forgiveness for that. Not total, slight forgiveness. But can you explain to me if I do a flying section, I didn't have the rings. Again, I had, I said I had it on easy mode. Sure. If I have a flying section mm-hmm. and I go into another section and I fail, why do I have to do the flying section over again? But sometimes I don't. <laughs> so sometimes if I can't complete the objective that goes on in the action section after I complete the flying ring section, I get to redo the action section, but sometimes if I do, if I fail the action section, it sends me back to flying again. Why is this a thing? There is no consistency. I don't get it from a programming level. I think I could have coded this better. And granted, I have not done any computer programming, probably outside of two courses and one in college and one in high school in my entire fucking life. I think I could probably debug it better than what was going on in this operation. I don't understand what the fuck was going on here. I I don't. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And it's that's a good
1: question, because, I mean, it, it, it could be a number of things. But honestly, based on the history of this, as we understand it, it sounds like it's maybe uh, it's a healthy mix of crunch and not having enough time to do what they really wanted to do in addition to having too many cooks in the proverbial kitchen all at once and then honestly just complete oversight I I don't necessarily want to talk complete shit about the developers because I, I know how shitty it can be especially if you're a game developer and how the industry tends to be but a lot of this just feels like incompetence you know, I don't necessarily say that lightly, but having something as terribly inconsistent as the thing that you're pointing out, that is either we did not have enough time to test this properly, which is legitimate, or I did not understand how to properly write this so that it would do the thing that we needed it to do consistently. I think that's more likely. Yeah, that that's really the only options that I can see. We
0: keep getting off track.
1: I mean it's all related. I don't know, graphics. What about that? Let's
0: let's talk about how this game looks. Uh, this is an area where I I've, I I can already look at. And I can see Shane slightly disagrees with me. I think these aren't the worst graphics for 1999 on the N64. They're they're trash. They're definitely well below average. But if this was a launch game for the N64, they would have been about average, I think. Not again, I mean I'm not giving it praise, but that's the most I think this is the high point of the game. The graphics are the high point of the game, <laughs> which is not saying a lot. It's not saying that, a lot, right. but, you know, they're colorful. I guess that's the best way. I mean, that's the, the greatest praise I give it. Uh, some of the buildings are well designed. I didn't say all of them. I said some of them. Some of the environments are, aren't too terrible looking, even though they're empty. But I have to put myself in an N64 1999 mindset. Again, they're they're below average for the N64 and they're well below average for 1999 but it is the high point of this game
1: and even though they're the high point they are still garbage and to be fair most n64 graphics kind of look like garbage they do. Uh, spe- especially now but honestly the thing to me and this was something in our notes that chris pointed out is that it doesn't look considerably worse than something like shadows of the empire which I feel like he just included specifically because he knows that I actually like that game.
0: I mean, but it's true though. Okay.
1: Yes, it's true. But here's the thing. This is what I think sets this apart from something like shadows where honestly, a lot of that game's issue graphically speaking, in my opinion is rooted in mostly the fact that it has a lot of just real drab, like brown and sand and gray colors and things and fog generally being just too dark to see. And the snow level really. Well, okay, yeah, yeah. but I mean, I'm not saying that's too dark. No. Are you talking about the first level with the yes, the walkers?
0: Yeah, no, no. The when you're at the action stages. Oh, 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 yeah. The hangar. Yeah. I
1: mean, yeah, yeah. So I, I get it, right? It's not like any N64 game was really fucking amazing looking for the most part. But here's the thing is that I agree that I think Superman had it been a launch title would have probably fared a little bit better in the graphical department. But then again, you're still measuring it up to something like Mario 64, which of course I know that's the high bar first person title. And it is probably the highest bar, the highest bar. But the thing is, it's like you you say that this is similar to a lot of the other ones, but it's what they did with it or what they didn't do. And the thing is, is I feel like there's just a real lack of imagination and that's part of the problem is like, you can make do with a limited color palette and a limited technical you know, capability of the system that you're working on. But this game is just like a lot of just really shitty, like solid colors and some real low detail models. I mean, Superman basically looks like a child's half assed attempt at origami and the environments are are nothing to fucking write home about either. And then on top of that, because they wanted to make this into some sort of. Pseudo open world game, which didn't really end up happening, as we mentioned. They also have the problem of draw distance and the fact that, you know, if you were to allow it to draw the entirety of Metropolis while you're out there the whole time, as they, you know, constructed it, the game would probably run like shit, like even worse than it already is. And so they put what they, you know, cleverly referred to as kryptonite fog to mask the fact that it was going to have some serious draw distance issues. And I hear already the comments somewhere out there saying, but Shane, your favorite video game series of all time, or one of them anyway, did the same thing with Silent Hill. And I would say to you, sir or madam, yes, that is correct. They did, but they did it in a way that actually complemented the gameplay and it made sense thematically and it worked here. It does not work. It just feels like they're trying to cover some shit up and it's like Superman just really needs a stronger, like prescription lens for his glasses,
0: which he doesn't because he's fucking Superman. Need I mention how terrible the ground looks? Yeah. Like the buildings, the buildings I think look okay for the most part, they might be flat. Like the the unimportant buildings, but for but the buildings they want you to pay attention to do not look terrible. Now the ground itself looks like vomit. Well, well, you shouldn't see the ground,
1: right? You're 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 Superman. You're flying,
0: but you're lifting Superman. cars and you're throwing them, and they're on the ground. You know, actually, you know the closest thing that I could that came to mind when I saw
1: what the the ground texture looks like. It looks like. That like mat, that rug that everybody always talks about on the Internet of like, remember when you were a kid and everybody had that rug with like all of the roads and the houses on it? That's what this looks like to me.
0: Except lower res. Yeah, except worse. (laughs) They pulled it off. They probably took a picture of that. Congratulations. You did it. You know what? That's probably what they sampled in order to make that in like pre-development. And then by the time they're wrapping it up, they're like, you know what? Fuck it. This sucks. We don't care about this shit anyway. It, You know what? We're just getting this shit out the door. Fuck this. It's just like a highly pixelated image of that rug. That's that's <laughs> that's what, what he, it is. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, we don't yeah, fuck it. It, it. We can make cars drive on it. It, it. It's it's cool. We got this.
1: Oh, but you don't need to make the cars drive on it. When one of your objectives is to pick up and fly a police car through a completely arbitrary arch somewhere in the midst of Metropolis
0: for no reason. Which may or may not work, by the way. Yeah. You could even get it through and it'll still say you lose, which is what happened on my playthrough. Great. So I, okay, I picked up this fucking police car as I digress again. I picked up this (laughs) fucking police car and I put it down in front of the arch because it's driving in the beginning without your help. Yeah. So you assume if you put this thing down, it will continue to move forward. This is like Newton's laws of physics or some shit, right? One would think, yes. One would think. So I pick it up, and for some reason, it's stopping me from going through the air. So I just put the car down, and it stops. And the controls are so terrible because I'm flying over. I try pressing R to drop like a rock. It won't let me. I try pressing up because it has uh, flight controls, you know, up uh, inverse controls. It won't let me down. Yeah, I had 30 seconds left on my timer to get this stupid fucking car through the stupid fucking arch and it wouldn't let me pick it up. It just sat there and instead, of course, letting me start from the beginning again. It made me fly back to the objective. Fly.
1: Yeah, you you placed the vehicle inconveniently too far away from their goal. I didn't fly it through it. They don't know how to function without you, Superman. They need you.
0: Superman is Cthulhu. That's what it is, To To Superman all all people are ants. They're like insects. And they, they are just his toys. That's right.
1: Uh speaking of things that'll probably drive you fucking insane, uh music.
0: It's there. Yeah, it sh- sure it's, is. It, it keeps looping. Doesn't doesn't stop looping.
1: That I mean that's a that's a pretty good summation of it, I think. I mean, listen. You will basically learn to hate what little music there is in this game because of the number of times you are going to hear it while repeating stages over and over again because you ran out of time or fucked up somehow because the control scheme is a total shit show. That's that's really all I have to say about the music. And even if
0: you only heard it once, it's not good. Even if it was objectively decent, like let's just say in a vacuum, you listen to this and you're like, oh, that doesn't sound too bad. You will hate it. You will learn to hate it. Yep. It, like Shane said, mm-hmm. it's you're going to learn to hate the music, even if it's okay. I've heard worse sounding music than what's in this game. I've heard it. It exists in other games, but the music here just got to the point where I didn't want ears. <laughs> please, please take them. I don't want them anymore. <laughs> I'm going to Van
1: Gogh it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, this game needs to Van Gogh go in the garbage so let's uh you know what let's let's wrap this up please how does let me ask you this very important question chris Uh uh-huh does superman the new superman adventures colloquially known as superman 64 hold up today
0: fuck you what (laughs) fuck you great not 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 fuck you shane but not, not fuck you. I mean, you didn't make me play this game. Fuck you, Lyle! You knew what you were doing! <laughs> I probably egged it on a little bit, but fuck you! Uh, it's your fault! You know what? All
1: I'm gonna say is that outside of perhaps a, a very handsome mantelpiece, I want Buffy! This cartridge would probably also make a real great hockey puck for like 10 seconds until it shatters into pieces. But then again, That would at least be some measure of catharsis. So I still feel like that's a win.
0: All right. We did it. We made it through.
1: We made it. Hooray. Ashton, put some clapping and some of those DJ horns in the background. We did
0: it. We made it. It's okay because we got another game with with a similar legacy coming up our next quarter's patron Uh, poll
1: uh, i just don't understand why why do you guys hate us so much well next quarter is my fault
0: next quarter is totally my fault what did we do oh (laughs) next quarter i i am completely responsible for that one's my fault okay well fine this one's not buffy wasn't either but i'd rather play buffy over this trash
1: i actually unironically enjoyed playing buffy I will I will say that right now. Until like the last levels. I was gonna say, yeah, with maybe exception of the last level. That was kind of trash. But other than that, it was actually not
0: that bad. Compared to this? This no. game is aggressively terrible. Buffy for the Game Boy Color, compared to Superman 64, is a fucking masterpiece. It is game <laughs> of the year. Ten out of ten. That's right. Every genre compared to Superman 64. Uh. I mean,
1: at least in Buffy, we had some real great hand-drawn, you know, sprite boobs. Let's say they're hand-drawn, so but yeah. The way that those looked, I'm pretty fucking sure they were hand-drawn. That was some MS Paint shit, but okay. I digress. <sighs> anyway, we made it. We We made it together, everybody. So pat yourself on the back. And be lucky and feel fortunate that you did not have to experience this game. Uh, you just had to listen to us talk about it, which is, you know, objectively a, a much, a much be- a better way to live your life. So kudos to you. As far as we are concerned, if, by the way, if this is the first episode that you're joining us on, man, you. You picked a fucking banger, so welcome. Hooray! Hello. We're glad that you're here. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to engage with us further, we have several different ways that you can do that, including a public Discord, our Patreon, uh, the merch store, our socials, uh, Twitch streams on Sundays, and you can find the links to all of those things by heading to our Linktree page, which can be found at linktree slash Hangover. That is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash retro hangover. Get to all our, our fun stuff. And speaking of the Twitch things, um, Chris, you want to elaborate a little bit more on, on what it is we do over there?
0: Absolutely. So every Sunday night at around 9 p.m. Eastern time ish, we play a video game of quality varying quality <laughs> and we just play it. It could be related to the episode. It could not. At the time of this recording, we're playing an adventure game called The Last Door. Probably by the time you listen to this, we've we've probably wrapped it up or are close to doing it. So join us when you can, because, you know, we, we like to have a good time. We like to hear your opinion on what, what we can do there. And we do take inputs from the people in the chat. So we hope to see you there. And if you want to see previous videos, you can always go to our YouTube channel where you see uh, our our previous streams as long as our internet doesn't completely crash five times than recording. So, if you don't see an upload on YouTube, it's because well, we're in Florida and our internet sucks. It is what it is.
1: Yeah. Case case in point, the the last stream that I just uploaded, my internet was so fantastic that Twitch decided to record it in 240p. So, uh so that's what's on YouTube right
0: now. <laughs> So you're welcome. Quality content, quality content. Also, this episode was edited by our patron Ashton Ruby. Thank you very much, Ashton. You're doing a fantastic job. Absolutely. All right.
1: Well, I think with all of that being said until next
0: time play with your, you know what? Fuck it. I, I, I can't do this anymore. Joysticks.
1: Shane here with a quick message. You know, the one rule Chris and I have always gone by regarding advertisements is this. It has to be something we use and can personally vouch for. If you know me, you know I love coffee. And Bones Coffee Company has been my go-to for home brewing for quite some time now. Their small batch beans come in an impressive variety of flavors, like Mint Invaders from Chocolate Space, or Electric Unicorn, which I swear tastes exactly like Fruity Pebbles. And the best part? No added sugar or calories involved, just natural flavors infused right into the beans themselves. Build your own sample pack of five four-ounce bags to find out which flavors speak to you, or jump in headfirst with full 12-ounce bags. They've even got K-cups! Step up your homebrew game with Bones Coffee by visiting bit.ly B-I-T slash rhpbones. That's bitly dot slash